Today on the show, I'm happy to have David Layden. He's the co-founder of Witty. They help build inclusive communities to empower people. Early days, you were told by a company they didn't want to work with you. And from that, you ended up placing 100 positions in their company. So what happened there to turn it around? Thank you, Chad. I started in the tech industry when I was very young. Was in college, didn't know what I wanted to do. Start My mom had a company and I was doing research for her on the side. Then I decided to break into it to myself. And I found this small software company that was up in the Santa Cruz mountains that was just desperate for people. I had people that I had been working with that were doing some of the early object-oriented programming and identified a person at within this company, Borland. They were working on the Quattro Pro spreadsheet. They could not find the right people. They said, we need people with DOS experience. They didn't have too much of a clue what DOS was. Remember, this is way back in the late 80s. So I found them a resume that matched it, sent it to them. They said, you're on the right track. This person is, is probably too junior. Get back to us. Later that afternoon, I got a call from the HR person just saying, how could you send us this person? We're not working with you anymore because you obviously don't know what you're doing. But I knew I had success in, in other clients that I'd been supporting. This was the first one where I went out on my own, but I dropped it. The next week, I get a call from the person I was working with just saying, hey, you said you were going to that technology conference and where can I see the candidates? I said, look, the person in HR said they didn't want to work with me anymore. He said, David, you're working for me now. Forget about them. You find us people, I'll make sure you're taken care of. And like you said, Chad, after Orland, we ended up growing it to the number two software company in the world. I found over a hundred people that I put there, everything from VPs of worldwide sales, all their top technical people, built the development centers in France and in different areas. And yeah, pretty amazing. The beginning of the software industry. That was the same year my mom started Witty that had really been a community to help women get to the next level. Because at the time they were talking about women approaching 50% of the workforce, but only four to 5% in management and for management positions. So my mom had that idea for Witty. I took over Criterion Research, worked with Thorland, worked with just a lot of the key technology companies. You and I are here on this communication platform. Back then was phone and fax machine and stuff like that. So pretty amazing the world that we're living in now. So after that venture, you went on, you said with, to run Criterion Research. So yeah. how that compared to the previous role? Sure. No. So Criterion Research, that was really the company that, that we had pre-Witty. I took that over, worked with. Borland for six years, had them as a client, Philippe Kahn, who later went on to invent the self, the camera phone for your cell phone, left. I, my contract ended shortly thereafter. I got a call from Mark Benioff. He was still at Oracle working on some new projects, helped him grow his division at Oracle. He went on later to start Salesforce. When really back then, especially when you talk about finding your next role or opportunity, 
companies would hide their people. I had to do all sorts of what could be looked at as semi-shady things to get the names of the people at the company so I can have conversations with them about opportunities with my clients. If you want to hear those stories, we can do that later. So Criterion Research grew. Witty, my mom had this vision for Witty. What's Witty? When I couldn't necessarily relate to it. I grew up in LA. All my friends were different colors, different, just everything, right? So when you started getting into these things where companies weren't leveraging talent. It was hard for me to relate to it until we kept hearing story and story over again at Witty. What Witty was based on is, was men and women. And now I know there's much wider range of how people identify, but men, they, we, you and I will work a certain way. The women in our lives, they have other innate skills and they do things amazing their way. If they try to do it like we do it or vice versa, whoever we're working for is going to lose. And that was really the philosophy behind Witty. I helped. My brother was the technical person in our family. So we had a web company back then. We started, helped our mom grow Witty. And yeah, it just really grew around the world. I took over Witty late 2000, mid 2010s, 2016-ish. To really look at it, which Witty had brought in some leadership. They may not have aligned with the core vision. My mom's more of an entrepreneur. So I think she was on to, to other things in the animal space, but just growing with tech, looking at how do we, so two things with Witty and what we do today. And I'm pretty excited because one thing I'll drop was to tell you first, Chad, we are evolving Witty and I'm merging Criterion Research and Witty. Witty stood for Women in Technology International in the past. Going forward, it's, it stands for Workforce Innovation, Trust, and Influence. Are we abandoning women? No, we're building a stronger platform. We've seen more recently these diversity and equity and inclusion programs that were a lot of times, unfortunately, nine times out of 10, window dressing exercises, ways to check boxes, almost turning in, a lot of it turned into these us versus them type mentalities, type of environments that we just feel like, especially now that I, we're on the other side of the pandemic and we have new ways of working, we should all be able to be ourselves and be authentic in how we work and work within our schedule, whether we're different nationalities, different sexual orientations, different economic areas we come from, right? It's if I'm a company and I can put everybody in a position to be in their zone, then they're going to be humming. The stockholders are going to be happy and everybody wins. That wasn't necessarily created with some of these numbers-based initiatives. So that's what we're doing next level at Witty. So this new version of Witty, how can people learn about it and, and get in touch and find out more? Yeah, WITI.com. What you'll find there is two AI think tanks we have every week to make sure all of our community is on top of generative AI think tanks or generative AI. How do we use these tools to make life easier and be more effective? A lot of people in my life, I don't know about you, oh, AI, I've heard it's going to end the world and blah, blah, blah. 
there's space for those conversations, but in the meantime, how do we leverage it to, to get ahead? We've got, we have leadership programs. One thing we're launching next week, we're excited about is our witty wellness circle because people just working out of their house and people get to a breaking point. We don't have to wait until they get to a breaking point. So just having a safe, confidential space that they can share is another thing we're adding to our members. For our members, I think one thing that, that drove a lot of this was just seeing companies. They have employee resource groups or ERGs. You may have heard that term. There's something in it that people are convinced they're volunteer. They, the, the women, the underrepresented people all need to do extra work. Many of them are getting paid less than their counterparts that may not be from their underrepresented space. Have budget. Look at this stuff holistically. Leverage these conversations to get new clients to be the place everybody wants to work for. Climate change. You've heard of greenwashing. Companies are trying to like, dude, these are messages where you can do the right thing, help the planet, help the human race, and make more money. They can all be part of the same conversation rather than looked at as like some new regulation or something else you have to put on people. So that's what I'm excited about, creating a world that works for everybody. I think a lot of that got lost. Some things happened to happen, had to happen for a reason, different times in history. Yeah, but look, what I'm all about is if, if we have people put in roles where they can be authentic and fully self-expressed, the employees win, the companies win, the shareholders win, you know, it's just like having an engine that hums. Yeah, that's what I've been up to. Yeah. Great to hear. These should be looked at as opportunities to grow as people versus the things we need to do or compliance or regulations. They're being put in place because we probably should have been thinking about these things for a while. No, totally. And just coming back from the search business in the 80s, 90s, I see what's happening now. And I do have a job search strategy coaching circle every Friday. We have scholarships if any of your people need support, right? Because look, now it's, I have many people, oh, I applied for this job. No one got back to me. I got an auto response. So when I say, oh, and I bought a lottery ticket and I didn't hit the lottery. Relationships is how we're going to get our next job, get our new, right? We have so many people that have come to Winnie over the years. Oh, they sold my company and now I don't have a job. Now I want to build my network. Right? Intentional networks, meaningful relationships. And if you go to the code of ethics on our website, that's really the common denominator. No one stands alone, no discrimination, collaboration instead of competition. That's where you have the equal mindset. Because if there's one thing I learned, I started in this business when I was 21 back in, in, or, or not, sorry, 19 back in 86. There's people that I've known for 30 plus years that I still have relationships with. And that's how it should be. Totally. And I think, yeah, and that's yeah. just important to build those meaningful relationships, right? Thank you, David, for coming on the show. Everybody make sure to check out Witty and what they're doing there. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Failing to Success. If you like the show, make sure to give us a five-star review and we'll see you next time.